Welcome to Go 10 Lisa Podcast with me, Lisa Waldron, where I talk about random things in 10 podcast episodes per season. I have a passion and that passion is to share. So get comfy, get ready to listen to this week's episode. Are you ready? Okay, get set, go! Hello everyone, it is season 17 and I didn't even give you guys a proper season 17 opener because of all that kabakle with me and the last episode of season 16. But anyway, we're not going to revisit that. Welcome to another season. If you are new, don't forget to subscribe so therefore you get caught up in all the latest episodes on Go 10 Lisa Podcasts. I am Lisa Waldron. I think I said that before. I am Lisa Waldron. But guys, I am going to start this off with this happened. So, on this, this happened. You know, I got a check the other day, right? And um, because I do candle making um, classes at two locations. And I also do um, private parties and sessions if you want to do that too. Um, for Zenzaya Candle Company, right? So one of the locations gave me a check, like, you know, when I complete the class and what have you, because I'm having it at their facility. So here's the thing, guys. I, so I was like, okay, you know what? I don't feel like driving all the way to my bank. Let me cash this check. But they were at Regents Bank, and I've never been inside Regions Bank, have any interactions. I normally just deposit the check or, you know, whatever at my bank, which is a whole thing or whatever. But, um, but here's the thing, guys. So I said, okay, let me find where the Regions Bank is in my area, right? I've always seen it all around, but I've never been it. And when I went, it was not too far from um the locate one of the locations that I do the classes and it was this huge gigantic um building you know old school way but they kind of fixed it up modern the parking lot was so empty it was like but then again I was wondering what day did I go there again why it was so empty but I don't think people do um face to face interactions at the banks anymore I could be wrong but then again sometimes I guess it depends on the months the time a lot of people do online stuff nowadays or on their phone or whatever the case may be so i haven't cashed a check in a long time otherwise i just go to my bank um you know because i have different banks that i have um business with or whatever you know my personal whatever i have three bank accounts at three different banks and I would I wish all three of my accounts were like in the millions right now or something because right now I'm like okay scratching my head but anyway <laughs> this is going to be a long this happened so guys um so I said let me cash this check you know cuz I want to see what this bank looks like also 
So I went in there. There was hardly anybody. I think I was the second, the second person in there. Then again, a lot of banks were not opening up their lobbies also because of the pandemic and whatever. They were only doing drive-bys. And I think one of mine is still doing just um, drive drive to the ATM outside or drive up to the teller outside kind of thing. So anyway, I went in there to cash my check. And mind you, I haven't done this in a long time at a bank that is at a bank that I don't bank with. And I was curious, like, have things really changed, you know, from many, many moons ago? So I went in there and I'm like, the guy said $5 to cash the check. Now he was already halfway fin. He was almost finished about to disperse me and then came up with the $5. You should have told me that at the beginning. So therefore I would have decided whether I wanted to do it. So I felt so bad because, um, you know, I already went in there here. They wrote it up. I already signed it, you know, the whole nine yards. And I was like, you know, he was like, I have no problem. I have no problem. It won't hurt my feelings if you don't do it. And then, of course, the other two tellers are just looking at me. And I'm like, OMG, gosh, why are they standing up there staring at me? Like, it's okay if I don't do it, you know? So I was like, well, I was like, so I said to him, I haven't cashed a check in over did I say 30 years or 20 years? And I was like, it hasn't, when I left, I was like, has it really been 30 or 20 years? And it has, I, close, no, I want to say it was 15 or 16, 15 or 16 years ago, something like that. When I first moved to Georgia, I know I had cashed it because I had just moved to the state and everything, but I was just like, $5 to cash it? Wow. Wow. But somebody else, my own bank, one of my other banks, I went in there and I said, let me go there to get a money order. And I was like, my own, one of the banks that I bank at, and they charged me $5 for the money order. I was so shocked because I never got a money order from the bank in ages. Normally I go to Walmart, guys. Walmart is like a dollar something or or at the supermarket, it's like a dollar and change or $2, $5. I was like, wow. And it looks so pretty, like it, like it's a check form and everything. And, but they make you fill out a lot more stuff. And I was just like, it's not that serious, guys, for a money order. But yeah, guys, I just wanted to share that. Have you guys cashed a check lately for a bank that's not a bank that you bank with or maybe a bank that you do bank with? And how much do they charge you? I I don't know. I should have just gone and deposited. Now on to this episode. Hi, guys. Yep, I'm going to talk about it. It is <laughs> weeks afterwards. I wanted to talk about it when it happened, but then I looked at my schedule and I'm like, okay, season 17 has is not going to start yet when all of this is going down. And, um, and by the time season 17 premieres and I do my episodes, um, I probably would have more information by then. In case you don't know by the title, yes, I'm talking about the Will Smith and the Chris Rock slap. Yeah, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage. So apparently it was what, the Emmys? Yeah, because it's an award, the Emmys? No, the Grammys? One of them. I should know this. The Grammys is music, so it's the Emmys. 
So, yeah, Chris Rock was on stage. And, you know, he was, he's a comedian. He is a comedian. I crack jokes all the time, guys. I crack jokes sometimes. And sometimes after you crack a joke, you're like, oh, the person didn't receive it well. But I'm the kind of personality where if it's funny to me, I'm going to still laugh. And there are times when people do something and it wasn't meant to be funny. And I'm still on the floor laughing and crying and can't stop, especially when it's a good one. Hey, guys, laughter is the best medicine in life. People who know me for a long time know that if you don't see me laughing for um, a while or so, I used to say that at my corporate job, then you know something is wrong. That means I'm either stressed out or I don't like you all or something another or whatever the case may be. But yeah, guys, I, I love to laugh, right? And I love comedians. Now, some comedians are raw and raunchy and they tell. And some people like that kind of stuff. You know, I like... I, I kind of like uh, Jerry Seinfeld kind of style where he doesn't really curse that much. You know what I mean? I don't even think he curses when he's on. Maybe one or two words, not even that much, I don't think. And there are other comedians like that. And even if they say one or two curse words, is it in context of their joke and whatever? You know what I mean? But this particular incident, guys, in case you don't watch the news or you're listening to my podcast, <coughs> you know... And, um, he was on stage. He, I didn't watch it guys. I just saw the after effect and he, um, was making a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, and he, apparently she had her head shaved very, very low, low, low. Cause you know, guys, I cut off all my hair also, but hers was lower, like near almost looking bald, but you can tell that it had hair she has here on her head and me if I was watching the show even before Chris Rock did his joke I would think in my mind that she had just shaved her head because I don't really listen to her show on pod, on uh, Facebook that much anymore, which is the Red Table Talk. I did when it first started, like a little bit, but I'm so busy, guys. I, I don't have time. And, um, and, and I know throughout the years that she has gone through a lot of hairstyles, like most women do or whatever. So if I saw her, you know, if I was watching the show and I saw her, I would just think to myself, Oh, you know, she just has a little haircut. So what? Move on. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would think. You know, I wouldn't think anything of it because I know a lot of people experiment with their hair. But apparently, I, like Chris Rock and a few other people in the world, did not know that she had alopecia, which is a some kind of um, disease that affects her hair, you know, and so... I think eventually they will go bald or something like that. Um, you can look it up. I'm not going to read the description and go through it because I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor in that field or know anyone that goes through it or have it to tell you or have them guest star or, or whatever. But apparently she had mentioned something about it on her Red Table Talk that, you know, she couldn't hide it any longer. And um, this is what she was experiencing once again. I am one of those few people on the world that didn't hear, see, or know anything about that and whatever, right? So, 
Chris Rock is on stage and he is telling jokes and there was a movie a long time ago called G.I. Jane, um, which if you, um, around my age group or maybe younger, uh, younger, a little bit, I'll say a little bit younger, like 10 years or so younger, or maybe more because there's so many repeats out there. You would know about G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe used to be like this cartoon thing that came on after school and at the end, they would always say, no, it is half the battle. And for years, I think I talked about this before on, on previous seasons, episodes, where years later, I found out, like, what is the other half? The other half is doing something about it. Because they would always say, they always do, like, some kind of, you know, moral to the cartoon story. And, and they're all soldiers. And they're like, no, it is half the battle. And I'm like, okay, so now you know it. Go and do it. Go and, go and do it. So they made a movie with a girl version of it called G.I. Jane. When the movie came out, I didn't watch it because I didn't care for it. I didn't want to. That's my Maybe I will, will later on if I want to watch it. I am more of a mystery kind of girl or I'm into Chinese dramas now, Asian dramas now, and a good movie now and then or whatever. But I got to be in the mood to watch certain kind of shows or, or movies or whatever. But anyway, Demi Moore did, um, th- she was a starring role in G.I. Jane. So it, it, as a soldier, because I watch Officer and a Gentleman, one of my favorite movies, you know, you have to shave off your head, you know, like a low, low buzz, the men and the women, you got to cut your hair really, really low. Because I think the hair weighs you down and they just want a clean uniform look. And I know there's some method to the madness or whatever. But but yeah, or they just want everyone to look alike. Or maybe they just want the hats to fit better on their heads as soldiers in the, in the army. You know, or whatever. Or Navy, Marines, whatever, whatever, whatever. So yeah. <clears throat> so she did a movie where she had a low haircut. So Chris Rock is on stage right now, guys. And he's telling a joke. He's looking at Will Smith and his wife. And um, he said something to her and said, oh, I'm loving your G.I. Jane or something to do with a G.I. Jane in reference to Jada's almost bald head. Everyone was laughing, including her husband, Will Smith. Now, Jada did roll her eyes and she looked over. The cameraman looked, didn't, the, the whoever was shooting it didn't, it was like in a split second, guys. It was like the camera was on her, him. And then the next thing you know, it was back on Chris, but they didn't show what happened in between that split second. Because even though everyone was laughing, Jada rolled her eyes. She must have looked at Will or said something, did something. Next thing you know, he got up out of his seat and went on stage. And Chris was like, whoa, here's Will Smith, you know. And then, pow, smacked him in the face. And then walked off with this smug walk. You know, like that, um, kind of like that badass kind of kind of walk. Like, yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? And went back to his seat. Chris was shocked. And I was like, whoa. At first, he thought he was going to shake his hand, laugh, pat him on the back, or I don't know what he thought. And nobody in their right mind or in ages have ever done something like that before. And um, 
Chris was like, whoa, you know, and he came back with a comeback real quick, like, whoa, that's the most interesting thing that happened at the awards, something to that effect. You can watch the videos. They're all out there. You all know it word for word better than I do. But the reason why I wanted to talk about it, you know, because I have been all these weeks afterwards until my um, episode started, I could have taped it. I could have taped this episode weeks ago in the moment and then just saved it. But I knew there was going to be updates. There's not that much updates because nobody's really saying anything. I think everyone is just waiting for Chris to say something, but he did say one thing and I'll tell you. You're listening to Go Tell Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find a new episode each week by typing in Go, the number 10, L-I-S-A, all one word, Go 10 Lisa. Go 10 Lisa Podcast can be found on any podcast app. Don't forget to subscribe, tell a friend, and give a rating. So yeah, guys, <clears throat> excuse me, if you hear me, <clears throat> it's because... The pollen is out here and I feel like uh, like a little scratchy, you know, every time there's pollen in the air, I always have to like clean extra more, you know, take the time to just, you know, now I'm like doing some more spring cleaning and like taking down the curtains, washing them. I have to vacuum more. And what you guys have to realize is that when you have pets and they go outside, they're tracking in the pollen as well. And all that kind of stuff. But I digress. But anyway. So so I was in the car when it first happened. And I heard it. And then somebody showed me a video. Because in my mind guys. I heard Chris Rock. But my mind was thinking Chris Tucker. And I was like. Chris Tucker just slapped. Um, you know like I was visualizing. <laughs> Chris Tucker in my mind. Slapping you know Will Smith slapping him. But I, but I was like, they were like, no, it's Chris Rock. I was like, Chris Rock? And then when I was like, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, I was like, why would he slap him, you know? But here is my, here is my conclusion before I jump into everything. There's always three sides to the story, guys. Him, him, and the truth. I just have a feeling that there's more behind the story. But as I was doing my research afterwards, like looking up all of these videos and stuff, like in the moment, you know, after it happened and everyone was doing it, let me, let me just give a shout out right now to some guys on TikTok. I don't forgot their name. I never followed them or saw them. Those guys were on the jump. You hear me? They did videos on TikTok. This guy did a video with his tick with his friends on TikTok showing like a skit like Chris in the back um in the dressing room and what he would do surrounded by his boys. Did you guys see that? And then somebody did a Fresh Prince of Bel Air and then put the words in and then the little cartoons. Oh my gosh, people jumped on that um incident so quick and made videos on it that they have millions of views that was genius and smart and it wasn't like these little flimsy these were like these were like this one guy got his guys in the suits they were ready to go i was like wow now of course everyone thought it was um scripted but then come to find out that it wasn't you know my son still thinks that it was scripted because they're all actors comedians you know all in the same realm everyone has their opinion 
I my opinion is that there's more to the story. There's no way a guy is going to get up and just punch another guy just like that. Even if you said something or whatever, but here's what I was getting ready to say. So I was doing my research and looking up videos and stuff, and I found a video. You know, sometimes like when you go into a big award show, you know, you see them on TV going to a big award show, and they're on the red carpet, and people are interviewing them or something. Well, I found a video on YouTube where they, meaning Jada and Will, were walking into the 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 place, and he already looked like he was already on 10, meaning that he was already like hyped up or something and he was acting like yeah I'm going into this to the place right now yeah and then she was just looking at him they weren't holding hands and I was like okay so he was already feeling some kind of way that's my interpretation guys he was already feeling some kind of way about something and already in some kind of mood already either he knew he was going to win or maybe he got into a fight with her, um, like, you know, an argument. Or maybe the suit didn't fit. Who the heck knows? But he was, like, very talkative and, and on a different level, more than usual. That's just my interpretation of it. So I say all of that to say that he was already feeling some kind of way about something, as he was walking into the um auditorium to to for this um hours hours eventful thing to get awards you know amongst your peers or no it's the academy what the heck did i say the academy awards what did i say i said grammy emmys oh it's not the emmys guys it's the academy awards i just remembered because i remember that he resigned from the academy before they made a decision and then i think i heard a long time ago and it just refreshed my memory i was like why would he resign from the academy but you know some of these associations you have to pay because you know everybody wants your money you know, you got to pay into these associates. So I thought it was interesting that he resigned from the academy. Like a group of actors um, are in a, an academy and then they're judged by their peers. Um, so if you're a director, you're judged with a, amongst, you know, other directors and stuff. It's, it's like your own peers judging you, you know, seeing if you're a good actor, actress, director, costume designer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I wonder how much money they paid to be in that association. So correction, guys, it was the Academy Awards that was happening that night. So, um, so yeah, so he went to the event and, but let me tell you something. I am on Team Chris and I'll tell you why I'm on Team Chris. When I saw the video and I saw that he punched him, you know, in the face or slapped him in the face, punch, slap, whatever, you hit him in the face. And Chris' reaction to it out of shock. You know what I said, guys? Been there, done that. Meaning that I was never slapped, thank God, or fought or anything, but People have come at, come at me at a workplace 
like to embarrass me in front of my peers and stuff like that. And people have yelled at me, snap off on me or whatever in front of people as well. So in that moment, I could relate to how Chris was feeling because in that moment, it came out of nowhere and blindsided you, been there, okay? I have been there, guys, okay? So I'm the kind of person, like, if that has never happened to you, you want to just boohoo cry. And I always cry after every incident because I'm in shock, right? Like, oh my God. Then I get my bearings together and then I come after your ass, okay? Come after your ass as far as um, I will um, go to the manager, director, or I'll say something, or I just won't interact with you and you're done. I don't think that you exist. Um, and that's the kind of person that I was when I was in the corporate world because that place was vicious. You deal with vicious people. So I say that to say that no one should be attacking anybody in the workplace. I think that, um, and when I look at this, this was Chris's job. This was his job that he was doing and somebody came up to your job and smack you in front of everyone and you're embarrassed. How would you feel? But I like the way that he came back with a quick comeback as a comedian and gave a joke. But you can still see that he was startled. And this is from a guy's perspective. And as a guy, you have to like buff up, man up, and can't cry. And now that I'm talking to you guys, I'm like, how would I react as a woman up there if I was on the stage? I'm like, wow. But then again, I think it also depends on where you are mentally, spiritually, and physically. Because... It all depends on what kind of mood you're in also kind of thing. Because either I was like, what? What? You know, I, would, I probably would have said something in the moment depending on what it was. Or I would have said something to the crowd, maybe like what Kristen had said. What? Can you believe that just happened? Or, oh my God, what just happened? You know, like something like that. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe it. And then when I say that, then I will drop everything and go and get that guy removed or girl or whatever the case may be, or I'll make sure that the whole friggin' place knows that I was hurt and that they need to do something about it. That's the kind of person I am, right? Especially when you come out of left field to me and I haven't done anything to you. This just brings back a memory of how a guy came off at me one time and I told I think I told you guys about it it's one of the last incidents at work he asked to speak to me in a conference room right and then he went off and talked about as I was interjecting and trying to say something to him he was like kind of like shutting me up I was like what the hell so I was holding it together guys holding it together I was like I'm not gonna cry in front of this guy I just listened to him I was like oh really because I know what the real motive was you were Effing, you were sleeping around with my team lead girl, okay? Yes, you were sleeping with her. She said something to you because she didn't like me, okay? And you felt as a man because you wanted more pee or whatever that you're going to come and confront me. <laughs> you know what I did, guys? Yeah, I cried. I cried, but not in front of him. I cried afterwards. But you know what I did? I straight tailored it to, to my boss. 
I straight tell it to her boss and we had a meeting afterwards and then the managers, everyone was on my side because I was like, where the F is he coming off from? You know, like, you know, I didn't say that to them, but it's like, they were confused and you can tell he was an angry black man. Why do all the black men have to be angry? I get half the reason why, but you don't ever come after a woman. You understand me? Especially when another woman is having you do it. You get what I'm trying to say? But yeah, I don't have to work with these people, see these people anymore. And if he's listening to my podcast right now or she's listening to my podcast right now and you feel some kind of way, take it up with God. Take it up with God. I have nothing to do with y'all anymore. What I speak is the truth. Everybody knows that you two were sleeping together or whatever. I don't know what your motives were. The good thing is that you don't have to worry about me anymore because I left the job. Or maybe you all still feel threatened by me because I'm successful. I don't know what the case may be. You don't know what a person has on their heart, on their mind, what the motives are, who's driving them to do certain things. In the end, when you come against a person, especially a child of God like who I am, you're never going to win, never going to win. So whether you feel like you need to hurt somebody with a weapon or something, you're going to lose in the end. You're going to lose. You will always lose in the end. You understand me? So here it is. I don't know why I went off on that tantrum, but I just feel like I had to let it go. Oh my gosh, I had to let it go. Sorry, guys. But yeah. I had to get that out my system again. Again. Every time I think about that friggin' memory, I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> but anyway, it was sad because I didn't watch the Academy Awards, but come to find out that there was lots of milestones happening that night. There was a black um African-American guy who was producing it for the first time. There were the women that were hosting it. There was a whole bunch of stuff and everything was just out the door. But I have to give another shout out. Another shout out to Lupita. Is that her name? Lupita? The woman that was sitting behind Will Smith when all of this was going down. Because when he went back to his seat and he and Chris made a joke about, wow, that's the most interesting thing that happened in the Academy Awards. Something, and, and Will Smith was like, he said, Keep your my wife's name out your effing mouth. And he was like, so Chris was like, wow. And then he shouted it more with anger. You heard me? Keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. And I said, shout out to Lapita, who the actress sitting in the back of Will Smith. When all this went down, I've been talking to people, guys. I've been talking to people in the streets because I do events in farmers markets and I love to uh, ask people their opinion, especially the guys, like to get their take on it or whatever. Everyone agrees he, it should have been handled a different way. It should, everyone has a choice in life, okay? But Lapita, her expressions, oh my God, it was like so cool calm and collective she was like looking left right uh i look at her and i laugh because i said if that was me people always tell me all the time lisa your expressions even when i think i'm not consciously doing it or unconsciously doing my expressions now now picture this guys in your head if you see what i look like especially if you watch my vlogs on youtube 
can you imagine my expressions, what my, my, what my expressions would have been if I was sitting in back of them when all of this went down? I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> but anyway, guys, so, um, so then I watched some videos and, um, of, there's a video on YouTube about 10 comedians. I didn't know who the last guy was, but he was like cursing up a storm and he was going off on Jada Everybody from everybody had a comment, but you know what I know what I was shocked about? I was shocked how quickly everyone turned on Will Smith. Yeah, there's some Will Smith supporters still out there, but his peers were like, you know, even the white Caucasian people were like, he should have been arrested, he should have been removed, you know. You know, looking back at it, you you don't know what you have to fix or improve upon every business, everybody in life. You don't know what needs to be worked on, what needs to be improved until you actually go through a certain situation. The Academy, everybody, they've never experienced something like this before. So now that they have, if this should ever happen again, now they have steps and guidelines in which to work it out to make it better if somebody attacks somebody or whatever they should be removed because it makes it very uncomfortable for everybody think about me guys in the workplace how i still have to be there working alongside some of these idiots that i have to work with all these years or whatever you know what i mean and some of them you know everybody have problems and you don't know when um, the problems people have, especially when they have it at home and then bring it to the workplace. That's why um, sometimes you're going to have to learn to compartmentalize and keep your home stuff at home, work stuff at, you know, whatever. It's very hard. It's very hard, especially I told you guys when I quit my corporate job, it's over a year now. And um, even my son said he realized that I was a little bit less stressed. You know, I was definitely less stressed. You have different stresses, but you know, he's he he realized it was like a different person almost. He did say, like everyone, how I talked about the workplace when I came home, like everybody else does. You know, so so technically, I was bringing that drama back into the house and wasn't completely dropping it at the door. So I was guilty of that. But you live and you learn, right? So yeah, guys. So, okay, so where's the update now? So Will Smith has apparently, um, well, let me start with Chris. Chris has not said anything yet in regards to the incident. The only thing is that his show, he had a scheduled tour going on after the Academy Awards. Uh, and I know the first show, his ticket sales went up. He he didn't talk about it, didn't want to address it, but people wanted to attend the show because they wanted to get the inside scoop before the media as far as, you know, how he felt about the incident. But according to what I heard other comedians say, you already have your skit and your routine down pat for each show, just like me as a a businesswoman going to farmers markets and events. I already have my inventory. Do you change it up at the last minute because something happened or you just go with your same inventory? It's kind of like the same thing. Do you 
if you have lasagna and you're preparing or cakes and you bake the cakes, do you change your whole thing or you go with what you already baked kind of thing? Something like that. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> so he hasn't said anything, but I'll come back to Chris in a second. Will, from what I heard or read, is that um, he um, he resigned from the academy. The academy made a decision and banned him from a year. He did get to keep his award that he won. Oh, let's talk about the award speech. Well, let's talk about what happened after he slapped him and, and they went to commercial break and whatever, whatever. What happened is that um, uh, Tyler Perry, who lives five minutes away from me, side note, <laughs> Tyler Perry and um, Denzel Washington had to calm him down and tell him to go back to his scene and calm him down. In that moment, they should have just asked him to leave, but because his category of best actor was coming up. I guess that's why they felt. I don't mean Denzel and whatever. I guess whoever the powers may be must have decided it was okay. I think there was a lot of stuff going on during the commercial break as far as what and what they should do. And from what I understand, they did ask Chris if he wanted to, if the police did come and they did ask Chris if they wanted to, if he wanted to press charges and he was like, no, you know, he probably was in shock and didn't want to make it more of a bigger scene in the moment until everything just died, died down a little bit. Meanwhile, back on the other side, <laughs> he got the, um, he was still in the audience, you know, and, um, he made a speech because he won the best actor. This is Will Smith. And I listened to the speech and all I kept waiting for guys, me personally, me, Lisa, all I kept waiting for was an apology to Chris and I didn't get it. And I was like, why the heck is he talking about um Serena's father? Because, you know, that's what he won the Academy Award for was best actor playing um um the father of Serena and Venus Williams, the tennis players. They did a movie about the their it's called King Richard. And I was like, when I heard the speech at first, I was like, if I was Serena and Venus, I was like that just went down and now you're quoting Denzel and now you're trying to say you're acting like their father kind of thing. It it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like if I was them, I, I wouldn't even want you to. <laughs> I know you're, you played the role, you won for playing the role, but you just punched someone in the face and now you're trying to act like, you're being him, but it's not, I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of scotchy. It was kind of suspect. It was kind of like, maybe he just realized what the heck he'd done. And maybe he was all over the place as well. I was, I like everybody else. Cause when I asked people, they said they were disappointed. I, I guess I'm disappointed. I, I don't know how to feel. I, I I can relate to Chris as far as how he felt in the moment. It's like you're at a store and a customer yells at you kind of a thing. It's kind of like the same thing because you're at your job, right? So I can relate to that embarrassment kind of thing and how you need to be strong when something like that happens and bounce back, right? 
because nobody's going to fight your battles except for you. And you have to take a stand to let everyone know this is not going to happen again. And you're not going to allow this to happen again. You know what I mean? So you have different ways and tactics for me. In in the moment, I felt like the correct procedure was for me to go through my boss and her boss and let them know about this incident. They can get HR involved or whatever the case may be. But I'm letting them know, hey, you have a violent black man over here going off on women or whatever, or whatever the case may be. Or even if somebody, you know, because there was a racist guy um, there as well, you know, so it's like, you know, he's racist, you know, he says racist remarks, and yet you're still letting him sit there and nobody's saying anything about what he's saying. And yeah, you give your little talk to him and still, he's still continuing to do something. It's like situations like that, or someone, which that same guy used to do, like he will call you out in front of everyone. Like when you're doing a presentation, he will call you out and question your report, question your numbers, trying to embarrass you. And then when you ask him a question, when he's doing something, he brushes it off like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. It's just this hardcore, unnecessary embarrassment and games that people play out of fear. It's fear, jealousy, and this undertone evilness, I say, because it's like, ask yourself, why are you doing this? Why are you embarrassing me because you know that I know my stuff and I'm knowledgeable, but you're trying to put me down as a woman so you can make yourself look better as a man? There's so many people who can relate to me about incidents that have happened at their workplace or even in their family or with friends or whatever the case may be. And at some point, you're going to have to stand up for yourself in a peaceful way or or let them know. And what what and the biggest lesson out of all of this that I've heard, um, who was it? It was somebody, I don't know if it was on a breakfast club or somebody or somebody else said it. Oh my gosh, I don't remember at the moment. But they said a lot of people that they know right now are dead because they had a confrontation with somebody and they took the bad route. And now they're dead instead of simply just talking it out. But even if you talk it out, you have to allow the other person to talk. You have to allow, there has to be a mediator. You know what I mean? You have to come like bringing your case. Like what is the root of all of this? Why do you feel this way? And even if you did something or say something, own up to it and apologize. Because even if When that guy came to me and he was saying X, Y, and Z, and I was like, well, I'm sorry that you felt that way. And I did apologize. He didn't even want to hear the apology. So that tells me that you had another and another and another motive. That's all not good. You get what I'm trying to say? Because what is your point to unleash your anger on me, but then you realize that I'm not acting the way I'm not acting as raunchy and rude the way that you're acting and do you feel better as a man coming off on a woman that tells me a lot about your personality and how you may be treating your kid or kids or your woman or whoever else you have in your house if you're treating me this way I can just imagine how you are at home let's let's just put it like that 
there's so much violence in the world and there's so much unnecessary violence and there's such unnecessary chaos going on and people need to wake up and realize that there is a spiritual warfare going on around here. There is good versus evil. And you need to ask yourself, what is the motive? This is why I say to you guys, there is another side to this story. Now, some people, some comedians did say when they first heard about this, they thought that maybe Chris slept with Jada, whatever the case may be. Who knows? Or maybe... um. They're tired of being the blunt of people jokes. When you're in the limelight, you know, I've heard a lot of people say this. It's like a pressure to keep up the status. Hey guys, I'm a famous influencer and podcaster over here and whatever. And I let people know this is who I am. But some people put you on a pedestal that that they think that you're perfect and that you and you are trying to portray a perfect black man and a perfect black woman so kids and everyone can look up to you because everyone has this stigma about black people and um you know like they you know they judge you and all the, I am a black woman guys and, you know and and I know that the guys have it a little bit harder than the women and the women have their own struggles and it's just not blacks it's all the minorities you know what I mean it's everyone has experience something or another trust me the struggle is real the struggle is still out there and you have to ask yourself the question again why is it why can't we all just get along a famous saying made a long time ago by ronnie but it's so 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 true why can't we all just get along if i'm doing more than you what's the problem it's like someone came up to me and I said, yeah, I'm doing four farmers market. And, and she was like, oh my gosh, Lisa. Like, and I said, but you're doing three. But you're doing three. So is it because I'm doing one more than you? Like, oh my gosh, Lisa. Or it's okay for you to do three, but I should be doing less than you because we're a different race. I don't know. Or is it, oh my gosh, Lisa, that can you handle it? Oh my gosh, Lisa, good for you. What is it? Or is or is it simply, oh my gosh, Lisa, I'm so happy for you. End of discussion. Go on about your business. This is just unnecessary stuff going on. This is what I talk about, guys, on my podcast. I talk about stuff that affects me, my family, stuff that I want to share with you guys, see if I'm the only one that's out there. Sometimes I, I vent a lot on my podcast. I just want to get it out there. I know that you guys listen to my podcast. There are some famous people listening to my podcast, some radio stations listen to my podcast. Whatever the case may be, I am a Jamaican-born woman out here trying to do it as a single mom. I am. I have a drive and I'm happy that I have a drive to keep going, going, going. Go 10 Lisa. Doing all these jobs, still maintaining a home, a family and my own sanity, guys, and well-being. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a juggling act. And we don't need, I don't need this unnecessary beef or strife out there because you're jealous or because somebody else is putting you up to it or 
you're you are the brunt of the jokes. Here is how I think it should have happened, like everyone else said. If Jada was upset, simply have a talk with Chris, have a meeting. Hey Chris, I know the I know the um the comedian is um pause for a second. I just thought about something before I lose my train of thought. Just like Wendy Williams kept bad-mouthing the Kardashians and the Kardashians finally had a meeting with Wendy to talk things out, right? And then she came on and she explained and she explained to them, she explained to us, this is my job. This is what I do. I talk about people and whatever. But I think Chris and her family had made like a compromise of what and what, you know, whatever. So learn from other people as well what works what don't work you know what i mean and then you you have to feel and do your own thing as well but back to what i was saying what should have been done is that even if jada was upset for whatever reason about the joke it is not the first time chris has made a joke about that has her name in his mouth you know um in front of people hey chris since you are all friends you know what i mean hey um can we have a meeting? I know this is your job as a comedian, but we're really, really struggling right now, especially with Jada's um disease with the hair, the alopecia. I hope I'm saying it right. And, um, you know, can you refrain from even mentioning Jada? And, you know, that's all we're asking. You know what I mean? Something like that. A simple conversation, right? That should have been done after the you felt some kind of way after the second time he mentioned a joke about you or whatever after the slap he should have removed himself will should have removed himself and said even though i'm up for the academy awards or whatever i may win um it would have gone a little bit better if he had apologized in his acceptance speech at that moment Instead of going all, but I, but like I said, both were probably in shock, but afterwards you should have demanded a meeting with Chris, like after a couple of weeks, like I, I think a couple of days, um, may have been too soon. He did do an apology statement where he actually did apologize to Chris and to Serena and Venus Williams. Cause I was like, hello hello, hello, like, why are you bringing up the father's name? In the <laughs> so he did make an apology to them, right? So that should have come within a 24 hours or three days max, that apology, written statement, which, you know, should have come. Then allow things to settle for a little bit, but then again, uh, uh, Chris had a tour. Then I would have demanded a meeting with Chris and a mediator and whatever, and get to the root of the problem and say, this is what went down because you still need to talk it out. You can slide it under the cover, the rug or whatever. You still need to discuss it at some point or whatever. Either one of you discuss it or something. So, so Will is now in India or somewhere, um, meeting with his guru person to try and have some self meditation and, and figuring out what went wrong some people I talked to um, said that maybe it's his book. I didn't even know he was writing a book, guys. And this is how <laughs> so distant I am from a lot of the news because I told you I don't watch the news. But uh, even on social media, I don't even think I saw that. But anyway, 
Somebody said that maybe it's when he was writing the book, all those memories were coming up and it does affect because this one woman told me that um, she can relate to that aspect of it because was she writing a book also? But she was doing something where she had to go back down memory lane and it was on her mind and it makes you act and feel a different way. So she could relate to, she thinks maybe the book and him reliving the book had something to do with his actions but it's still no excuse because it's black on black crime, which we don't need any more of. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. But I'm a firm believer that everything in life happens for a reason. As bad as it is, as good as it is, medium or whatever, everything happens for a reason. So there's a reason why it needs to happen. Maybe for them to get new guidelines or whatever. I say that because... Dave Chappelle, here's the latest that just happened this week. Dave Chappelle, another comedian, was on stage and some guy came out the audience and tried to tackle him. And out of left field, you know, and he kind of like, Dave Chappelle kind of like backed up. You know, the security guys came and pumped him. He got black eye, stomped on or whatever. And then... Chris Rock was there. Well, Dave Chappelle made a joke right now, read a joke right afterwards that said, oh, like he was startled out of breath. He had his, he was bent over, had his hands on his knees and he was like, oh, oh guys, it was a, um, uh, transgender, he said. And then the audience was laughing or ooh or whatever. But now the transgender transgender community has come after him and said it wasn't funny and now they canceled Dave Chappelle's show so there's a lot of double standards and stuff going on with how you treat Will Smith versus how you treat other people and this whole bunch of stuff is going on but then Chris Rock came out and said oh was that Will Smith and then the audience laughed so that was his only reference to the whole Will Smith incident. That's his only time he has um, said something jokingly about it. You know what I mean? Because here it is. Chris, you were on stage. Will came up, slap you. Dave Chappelle is on stage. Somebody from the audience jumped him and come to find out that he had weapons on him, uh, um, allegedly had weapons, um, something with a knife or a gun, gun shaping a knife or something like that. And then um, whether it's a joke or not, stuff like that is not funny because some some reports were saying that the guy thought thought it would be a joke or something. Who knows what's true? Here's the thing. How did he even how did he even get into the place? I guess people are thinking you don't need security like that because it's just comedy. But now this this once again guys, something has to happen in order for people to um put in rules and guidelines. So now all the comedians out there are probably nervous now like what the heck is going to happen if they say something like are they going to be heckled? Are they going to first the the worst that could happen to a comedian on stage is that they're heckled or they don't get any laughs or whatever. Now they got to worry about all this extra unnecessary stuff again. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like there's so much competition out there. It's such a competitive world 
that I'll give an example, like even though I'm at the farmer's market, it's so competitive because the products that I sell, there are other people that sell it as well. And sometimes when I, it's not, it's not just farmer's market, it's, it's mostly when I'm at events. And some of these events do not limit the amount of the same product. So therefore you have 20 people selling the same thing. And then they're all walking around looking at each other like, Oh, that's my competition. That's my competition. And looking like, Oh, you sell candles too, like kind of thing. And I'm like, OMG. But here's the thing. You don't go out there and be vicious and mean because they're selling the same product as you. You go out there and you, at least that's what I do, guys. I go, I don't pay them any mind and I work my product. Now, does it bother me sometimes, especially when um, there's this one market that I do and um, there's three candle makers. I don't know why there's three when they only said it was going to be two, but I digress. But there was this other candle maker next to me and they watch me morning, noon and night. That's just a, that's just a statement. And they, every time, you know, and every now and then I would glance over and I would see when they're having a good day and they would see when I'm having a good day and sometimes it bounce out. And, and, and sometimes it can get you a little down, especially when, you know, they're getting more sales than you or whatever. But at the end of the day, I have to like talk victory to myself. And I'm like, you know what, what's meant for me is meant for me. And, Everybody's out here to make money, you know what I mean? And it's still a community of vendors selling their stuff. And um but what I don't like is that um and I talk more about it in a later episode, in a farmers market episode, is that um you're selling one thing, you said you're gonna sell this thing, but because you see I now have this product, you're going out there to make the same product. Why? Why? There should be rules and guidelines into what you put on the application. You should stick to it. You don't change it midstream because you see that I have something. So now you're making the competition a little bit more. So, you know, little annoyances like that. But do I go and confront them and say, well, you're selling this and it? No, no, I do my thing. Um, But if you feel a way about it, you can always talk to the manager and whatever of the market or event or whatever the place may be or whatever. But like I said, there's competition in the world because once again, people are jealous. People have underlying meaning and tones or whatever. And once again, I say, why can't we all just get along, do our own thing? There's so many gifts and talents that we all have. Chris is a comedian. Will is an actor. Chris does act also as well as a comedian. So he's also an actor. There's not a competition here. Will has a higher status than um than Chris Rock. He's built bigger than Chris Rock, you know what I mean? And sometimes people feel like they need to bully the smaller, weak, who they think they're weak, and nobody's weak, but who they think they're weak, that they think they can get over it. Because let's put it like this, like somebody said, if Chris was the Rock or somebody bigger... Would Will have gone up there and smacked The Rock or a WWE wrestler or or anybody of political status or whatever? Would you have gone up there and slapped them like the way you slapped Chris? This is why I said, um, you know, after he finished his spiritual journey in India he or wherever he is, he needs to come and have a conversation with Chris and talk it out and explain what he was going through. 
and um or if they had a fight or whatever the case may be but i still think there is a third side to this story which is the truth guys i hope that you guys enjoy this my take on this whole will smith chris rock slap and hopefully there's no more slap or violence out there People are entitled to voice their opinion and vent, especially me on podcasts. If you do it in a constructive way, um, not inviting any harm, you just rebuke all of that, you know, and just live a peaceful life. But the truth is the truth and the truth will come out. Until next time, guys. Peace, love. Bye.